episode three of the Honey Words podcast. I'm Cara Nothnagel and you are so welcome here. Well friends, we are in February. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it's been a whole month since we've been together and I wanted to start off by saying a huge thank you to everyone who has liked, subscribed, shared, watched the content, given me amazing feedback. Um, I really want this to be a place that serves you, that serves you well. And so it's just amazing and kind of overwhelming to me that so many of you are jumping on board on the journey and tracking with me. Um, I really believe that 2024 is going to be a great year. I think, as I said before, it's definitely going to include all of life, but we are asking for progress, not perfection. I really believe that I this is a place where we are beginning to cultivate community, where we can come together, share our experiences, track the journey and actually enjoy the progress over the perfection, actually enjoy the journey together. So you are so welcome here. As many of you know, the heart behind Honey Words is really looking at ways where we can live well. Everyone lives, but not everyone lives well. And I really want to share practical experience, ways that I have developed along my life's journey and really help you along your life's journey so that we can thrive and experience life as it was intended for us. Does that mean there won't be hardship? Not at all. Does it mean there won't be difficult days? Not at all, but it means that we have boundary lines that are pleasant in our life that we can return to and that we can really experience life in its fullness with all of its seasons um, and do that together. So I'm so glad you are here and welcome to February. So I actually thought I'd be real with you and say that it's probably the fourth time I have planned to film this um, this little podcast episode because actually coming back for episode three has been difficult and um, not because anything's been wrong not because I don't want to do the podcast but saying yes to feeling prompted to doing this was a big deal for me um, and life has been a little bit busy it's been the start of a new year and I also just got a big dose of that imposter syndrome that's just like why are you doing this you've got nothing worth saying all of those type of things. And I wanted to share that with you so that you know when I'm taking you through some of the check-in that we're gonna do, when I'm sharing some of the things that are on my heart to share with you, that you know that I am not coming from some mountaintop experience, that I'm not coming from never experiencing imposter syndrome, never experiencing feelings of I can't do it, never experiencing times of low motivation, all of those things are real and they're as real for me as they are for you. But that's why I want to create a place where we can share together, where we can go along a journey together and share some of the ways that I actually navigate myself through those times so that I continue on towards the vision that is in front of me. So 
if you're feeling like January has been amazing and you're on top of your goals and you're really excited for the year ahead, then I'm celebrating with you. But perhaps you're that person that's come to the end of January and maybe you're feeling a little bit like, I feel flat, I feel like I haven't achieved the things I wanted to, I'm not really sure where I'm going. I want you to know that you are welcome here, that there is space for you here, that I see you and that I want to support you. Um, we're going to start with our February check-in and I want to do kind of two check-ins really. First of all, more of a personal one that is about you, the person, the human being, and then one that is a little bit more focused on perhaps your vision for the year. Um, if you've watched episode two, if you haven't, go back and watch it. I talk about anchor words. I'm a big believer in having an anchor word for the year, and my anchor word this year is rebirth. So the second check-in that we're going to do will pertain more to vision, um, boundaries and goals that are leading you towards the life that you want to build. Um, so we're going to do two today and um, that will hopefully serve all of you who are watching depending where you're at. As usual, I'm not so clever that I can just rattle this off without notes. I have my notes here in front of me so I will be be referring to them um, but I thought that would be a great way to start and then I can share a few more things that have been on my heart with you. Um, also before we do that maybe you've noticed we've had a little bit of a set change and um, it's the same chair it's the same room I'm just in a completely different corner and um, that's what happens when your husband wants to do a little bit of a creative music project that then turns into a whole room move around so yes same honey words chair same room but a slightly different setup and so I hope that you are enjoying it um, and yeah change is as good as a holiday right so I'm embracing the change that has come with these lovely projects that sometimes he likes to spring on me. So we're going to dive into our February check-in. The first check-in that we're going to do is a personal one as I said. So one of the things that I really learned I think especially in the kind of early 2000s, especially once I was um, a first time mum and a young mum, that I had to really stay um, in check with here, with how I was doing on the inside and actually stay connected to myself. Um, often as busy people, whether you're a parent or married or you've got lots going on in your business or you're studying, whatever is going on for you, life can be full on. And so often I could be driven by the yes I felt like I had to say to everyone else because I was this people pleaser and really felt like I had to be a perfectionist. But I could be so driven by my external yeses to other people that I was completely out of touch with what was going on in here. And we really want there to be um, integrity in our being that what we're saying yes to on the outside, that there's clear yeses from the inside and that we're actually in touch with who we are with how we are doing because out of the heart flow the issues of life so we want to make sure that first of all we are connected to what's happening on the inside so that there can be integrity and authenticity with what is flowing out to the outside another reason why this is key is it avoids burnout so that as you are moving through your life you can move through life with a sense of agency, a sense of being present and a sense of really thriving in your life 
Does that mean there won't be hard days? No. Does it mean that you won't have down days? Not at all. But it means that rather than being bowled over by what is happening to you, you have a sense of I'm present, I'm taking stock and I'm moving through this with intentionality. I'm also a really big believer that healthy boundaries and regular check-ins become a proven antidote. They have become a proven antidote to me to drift. They stop me drifting aimlessly. You know, nothing in life is stagnant. We're either moving towards progress or we are moving backwards. And that drift can happen so easily, especially if there is busyness, especially if something traumatic has happened, especially if we are just so in the routine mundaneness of life that we are actually disconnected from our internal selves. So this first check-in, first of all, I talk a lot if you know me personally and as we go on this journey together you're going to hear me talk about it that we are spirit soul and body we're not just a body we're not just a mind we are a tripart being and we want to make sure that we are connected to each part of who we are and not that those are massively separate i feel like we want to um separate in order to define but all of those things are very interconnected so just to give us some definitions to work with so if we look at the area of spirit what are you sensing in your spirit where do you feel that god is leading you i think it's really important to trust and follow that voice now, some of you will be joining and you are kind of joining from a faith perspective like I am. As I've said before, I never want that to deter you from feeling welcome in this space. You might call it your intuition, you might call it your gut, but think about spiritually, what are you feeling? What are you sensing? And begin to write that down. For me, I don't want to be led by my emotions, I don't want to be led by my feelings all the time because every thought that comes through my head is not always helpful. Every thought that comes through my head is not even really aligned with what I want to do. And I know that I am not always constant. I'm ever changing, I can be fickle at times, but I know that God has good plans for me. He knows the plans that he has for me and I want to stay in step with where he is leading even when that's uncomfortable, even when it might seem daunting, I want to go with where he is leading. So whenever I'm doing a check-in, my first point of call is actually spending time in prayer, spending time meditating, spending time reflecting and actually saying, God, what are you saying to me and where are you leading me? You know my heart even better than I do. Show me what's happening, show me where I'm at. So spiritually, how are you doing? And then for your soul, I define your soul as your mind, your will and your emotions. So this is kind of the mental health piece of the check-in. And I really want to ask you, how is your soul doing? How do you feel mentally? How do you feel emotionally? What's going on in your will? I, for many, many years, would sometimes ignore this piece because my mind could be a busy place or my emotions could be fluctuating. And I remember at times speaking to a trusted friend and feeling like, I'm worried that if I delve into how I'm actually doing, that will I be able to come out of it? 
and that will lead me on later to some of the check-in, but I don't do this in isolation. I do the reflecting on my own, but in terms of what I discover and what I'm unpacking, I don't stay in isolation with that information. I have trusted people that then I can share that with, um, mentors, coaches, trusted friends, mature people, who I can then sit down and say, actually, I've just been checking in with myself and this is what is happening for me. And this is, I've, I'm not quite sure what to do or this is what I feel I might like to do. And welcome wisdom, welcome correction, welcome accountability so that I'm not in isolation. Um, but yeah, how is your soul doing? How is your mind doing? And then your body. Give yourself a little MOT and ask some of the annoying questions like, what did your mama used to ask you? Are you taking your vitamins? Are you drinking enough water? Are you exercising regularly? Are you getting the nutrients that you need? Are you getting outside to see the sunshine? You know, I, for a long time, would really ignore my body. Um, I have shared on my personal Instagram platform that I had an eating disorder when I was a teenager. So sometimes the body was a complicated thing for me. For a long time, I've had a much more healthy relationship with food and eating it and with my body. But in this kind of spirit, soul, body um, definition and in looking at those things, I sometimes could feel like the body got a bad rep. The body just follows which whichever is whichever is stronger, the soul or the spirit. And there is truth in that. But what I really felt like years ago, God began to teach me as the result of being ridiculously anemic and not knowing it was actually my body is brilliant. He made my body when he made us. He called the body good. And my body has been built and engineered fantastically well to tell me what it needs to thrive, to give me signals to know, actually, Kari, you're pushing too hard or you're, there's a deficit in a different area or actually, you know what, maybe you do need to lose a few pounds so that you can move easier and feel lighter and be healthier. The body is wonderful as well. Um, and as I said, after this real um, crash, <laughs> this real head-on collision with um, a really serious um, iron deficiency for a while, I was feeling really low. I had absolutely no energy. I was anxious all the time. And it was then that I had this blood test and they found out I was anemic. Um, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not saying um, follow my medical advice or anything like that. I'm just sharing my experience with you. But I was then put on iron supplements and I was amazed by just taking iron supplements, how it felt like my entire life changed. My energy was up. I wasn't depressed in the same way that I had been before. I wasn't down. And I didn't pray that away. I didn't talk that away. That was taking the right supplements that my body needed and actually stopped me in my tracks. And I had to actually repent and change my mind about just pushing through and pushing through and pushing through for what? Because it had actually made me unhealthy. And I was so disconnected to what was going on in my body that I was actually running myself literally into the ground. Um, so check in with your body. I always have my mum's voice. Uh, my mum is a good Caribbean mother. So if ever I'm feeling a bit low, she's 
like, do you have a good tonic? So if you're Caribbean, you know that often the cure that is presented to you is a good tonic. I love having my mum's voice in my head saying, are you taking care of yourself? Um, so maybe that's something that you need to pay attention to and check it in that area. So then getting a little bit more um, detached from just the personal, but one of the things I felt like coming into February was this word pacing. How are you feeling about the pace of your life and do you need to adjust it? Over the last couple of years, this has been really helpful for me because the pace that is right for me might not be right for you and vice versa. So you really want to look at, go over your last month. Um, if you're being a good student, you might have your printable calendar there and to say, you know, what worked, what didn't? How was the pacing of your month? Were there any weeks you felt like you just holding your breath trying to get through it because there were so many things packed into it. Um, remember, you don't have to say yes to everything. It is okay to say no. And it is also okay to change your mind. So look at your pacing, look at what's coming up in the coming month as well, and see, do I need to make an adjustment? Do I need to move things, some of those things around so that the pace is easier um, not that easy is always better, but that the pace is right for you and for yours and the pace is right for me and for mine. I always have to tell myself, even now, you will never please everyone. So don't sacrifice your peace trying to. It's just not worth it. So pacing wise, check out what's going on and what adjustments do you need to make. And then... The, la the last thing um, in this kind of personal one is with your people. Check in with your people. Don't try and go it alone. I will say this probably a thousand times. We are not meant to live life alone. We are not islands unto ourselves. Check in with your people. Um, check in and keep the value of deep connection in your heart. You know, we are made for community. We are made for relationship. Um, and as you've been going through this check-in, maybe try and jot down a couple of people that you're willing to share where you're at with. Um, maybe you're planted in a really fantastic local church. Check in with your leaders or with your mentoring partners or what you've got going on there. Um, maybe you've got some trusted friends who you know can really um, keep confidence and you can share what's going on with you. Make sure that you're not surrounded by yes people who just say, yes, you're doing so well. Yes, you're doing so well. But surround yourself with wise counsel where people can say, okay, so this is how you're feeling. Where do you think that's coming from? Let's look at, you say you'd wanted to adjust your pacing. Do you want me to hold you accountable next month so that you're not alone on the journey and you don't repeat some of those um, really uh, congested weeks so that you then feel burnt out? Don't do it alone. Check in with your people. Um, welcome wise counsel. Proverbs says that a wise man welcomes correction and a wise woman welcomes correction. And I really want to be a wise person. So I want to welcome correction um, in terms of my processes and what I'm going through. And then most importantly, 
most importantly, as we move more into the monthly check-in in terms of vision and goals, the first thing I want you to do is think about when I look back on the month of January, as I'm going into February, what is my overwhelming emotion about it? Do I feel it was successful? Am I coming out positively or do I feel negative about it? That is a really important marker because that's the marker for how you're going to move into February and what you might need to do or not do as you go into the next month. And then out of that, whether you feel positive or whether you feel negative, do you know what I'm going to say? What were the wins? What is there to celebrate as we come out of one month and we enter another month? I really want to encourage you to stop and celebrate even the smallest of wins. We're not here for perfection. We are here for progress and your progress deserves to be celebrated. Your progress deserves to be recognised. Your progress deserves to be noted so that you can move forward with um, greater momentum, with a greater sense of... Um, what's the word, not achievement, but a greater sense of um, kindness towards yourself. That's what I want to say, um, that you are kind to yourself. There are things that are natural to me now that when I look back six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, that I would have been praying to be able to be better at or to be able to have advanced in, to be able to have achieved. And it's not until I stop and I celebrate that it actually makes that journey worth it. It actually honours the journey that I've been on. And I want you to do the same. So what can you celebrate? So lots of popular research says that by the end of January, most people have walked away and broken their New Year's resolutions, or they feel like they've already failed at the goals that they've set. And you know, in Psalm 16, the Bible says that the boundary lines of my life have fallen in pleasant places. And so as I've come into this new year, I'm really focusing on not what are my goals, what are things I'm ticking off, what are things I need to achieve, but actually, how am I living within boundary lines for my life that are pleasant, that are going to reproduce more life and that are full of grace, um, simplicity, authenticity, so that I know I'm moving constantly forward. My goal is not perfection, but I do want to be someone that grows. Um, and so if you feel like you've come to the end of January and you had all these intentions and maybe you haven't implemented anything or you feel like you've broken your resolutions already, don't worry about it. This is not about ticking off stuff that you can say you've achieved. This is about becoming more of who you were created to be. And we want to enjoy the journey together. Um, so don't worry about that. We're looking more about healthy boundaries and the life that we are stepping into, that we are curating and creating and the boundary lines that are pleasant and learning how to live within those much more than trying to achieve a list of goals and a list of achievements. And um, we're much more interested. I am much more interested in who I am becoming than the things I am achieving and necessarily doing. As I look back over my last month, were the things I said yes to worthy of my yes? And that just kind of popped into my heart as I was planning to sit down and film. 
But that's a really important question. When you look back over your month, because we're always going to look back first before we look forward, were the things that you said yes to worthy of your yes? Were they worthy of your time, your resource? Because remember, every time we say yes to something, we are also saying no to other things. So as I look back over my January, I want to see, wow, I said yes to all of this. When I look at the fruit of those yeses, was it worthy of my yes in the end? And I feel like I want to keep asking myself that question over and over again as I go through the year. But in terms of um, our calendars, the vision that you might be working towards, um, in terms of how your life is being underpinned by that anchor word, my anchor word this year is rebirth. I then now want to take you through a bit of a check-in that will help you with that. So the first thing, looking back on the month of January, we want to evaluate progress. We've talked a lot about this already. So assess your progress towards the vision that you have set before you and celebrate achievements and identify areas that might require additional attention. That was what that whole first check-in was about. So first of all, evaluate your progress, not the progress that is down to whoever's voice might be in your head that you feel like you might need to please, not that progress the progress between you and God, the progress between what you have set out to do, because you're not racing against anyone else. This is your race to run, the race that was assigned for you. And that is the only thing you are accountable to. Then look at what strategies worked in the last month. Perhaps you implemented some new things or you're rolling over habits that have been automated in your life what worked, what might need improvement. And then the third one, which is vital, but is sometimes really difficult to do. Are there any mistakes that you need to learn from? It's difficult sometimes, right? And it doesn't feel nice to even want to look at those areas. But if there were frustrations or, mis or mistakes or things that you felt like you weren't happy with, what were they? Reflect on any setbacks or challenges you faced during the month. And this is key, identify the lessons you've learned. And if you haven't learned them, this is your opportunity to pull the lesson out of it. As you were going through that challenge or that setback, what's a lesson that you can take from it? What have you learned that you can now store up as treasure as you go on your life's journey. And then next, we want to adjust and adapt. So based on how you've evaluated your month, based on perhaps mistakes that might have been made that you need to learn from, are there any adjustments to your goals, your plans or your strategies or your habits for the upcoming month. This is a vital lesson, okay? We adjust and adapt in order to maintain focus. We don't adjust and adapt necessarily because something is uncomfortable or because it's been hard work. We make our adjustments and our adaptations because we are maintaining focus towards the vision which you have set before you. 
And if we're not willing to make small adjustments now, we might be forced later down the line to make big adjustments that are actually more uncomfortable in the long run. So what we are signing up for is short-term pain, long-term gain, okay? So we only wanna adjust and adapt in order to maintain focus, not to um, adjust our focus. I hope that makes sense. We are adjusting and adapting habits and ways and behaviors in order to keep our focus. This also helps us track our progress. And remember, regular reflection and planning are crucial, absolutely crucial for maintaining productivity and achieving your long-term vision and achieving flow in the middle of those boundary lines that have been set for our lives. So that is our evaluation of the previous month. And then looking forward at the beginning of the month, I want you to take the learning that you have just pulled out of last month and then beginning begin to look at your upcoming month. Remember we talked about pacing at the beginning of this. How does the pacing look? Also, one of my um, life hacks is I don't like to set habits, routines, boundaries best, based on the best version of myself. I like to set habits and boundaries and my schedule according to the worst version of myself. If I wake up a bit like I did today filming this, I felt good, I'd had good sleep, I was feeling connected, there's good momentum in what was happening in my day, that's easy to be the best version of myself on those days. But who am I when I'm pre-menstrual, when I haven't had good sleep, when the kids have kept me up all night, if I've fallen out with a friend, if there's something emotional going on, who am I on that day and how do I work with that person in order to help her thrive? That is one of my biggest hacks. I'm not planning for my best self, I'm actually planning for my worst self. And how do I put things in place not to control my life, not so there's not flexibility in my life, but actually so that some of those things that can cause me decision fatigue are already decided, they're already done, so that I can just flow in then the unforced rhythms of what are happening. I can be much more um, quick to be spirit-led to something that's been unforeseen or that I can't plan for. These things actually help create flow. It's not structure that um, chokes the life out of my life. It's structure that serves my life well so that on my worst day, there's something to guide me and something to keep me. You know, as I was preparing um, to record this today, I was talking to a friend and something that came up again and again in our conversation is it's not about making massive drastic changes that are actually um, not easy to maintain and can so easily lead us to crash and burn. But what I'm interested in, what she was interested in and what we were talking about is small, consistent steps in the right direction. Craig Rochelle says this, he says, it's not what we do occasionally that matters, but it's what we do consistently that overwhelmingly matters in terms of the output for our lives. So 
you might look at your vision or the thing that you are feeling led towards and think, my goodness, between who I am now and where I am now and where I want to be, it feels like a mountain's worth of difference. Well, mountains are climbed step by step with consistency, with commitment, with discipline. You know, I often think that we want to wait for motivation in order for us to start doing something and that then we're going to enjoy and that is when we're going to start to be disciplined. But my friend, that is not how it works. How I have experienced things in my life is sometimes you just have to be disciplined and it might not feel good and it might be hard. But as we are disciplined, as we consistently do the small things over and over and over again, as we begin to eat the fruit of that disciplined behaviour, we taste it and we see that it's good. And that is what creates momentum because you think, oh, I like feeling like this. I love the way my life feels when it's running like this. And that's begins to produce devotion. That's what creates that momentum. And then we have that lovely cycle of discipline and devotion and discipline and devotion because we've put in that work initially. But like any principle in life, if we think about planting seeds, we can't put a seed in the ground and expect to see a flower tomorrow. That seed has to break down into the soil. We have to water it. It has to have sun and nutrients and all the good things that go with it. And then it begins to cultivate growth. And eventually you might see that little, little sapling that pops up out from the soil. And then this plant begins to grow. And eventually you have beautiful things in bloom. I just want to say I feel quite impressed that I gave you that analogy because I'm not a gardener at all. <laughs> um, but don't dig up your seed after just putting it into the ground. Be loving enough to your future self that you are willing to be disciplined. I know it's hard. I know it's not easy. And sometimes there can be a thousand reasons why not to. I've been there but I've also been on the other side of that discipline and that diligence, on the other side sometimes of just downright obedience to what you feel you're being led to do. There is fruit on the other side of that. There is harvest on the other side of that. There is something that you're gonna see bloom, but it just takes time. And in this, as we go into the month of February, where so many people can feel like they've fallen off the wagon and, oh, I'm just a failure already. I want us to hone in on focus. Focus on that vision. Focus on what you felt when you were on that good day and you wrote those things down because I believe you can do it. I believe that God can equip you and give you courage and bravery and supernatural energy or supernatural focus because he wants you to thrive. And I am really cheering for you and I believe in you and I know that you can keep at it even when it's difficult. So that is the end of our February check-in. I hope that's been helpful for you. I hope that you have got um, practical tools that you can run with that will really empower you in this coming month. Um, but there was just a thought that came to me as I was preparing for today, and it's this. Ultimately, personhood is so much more than productivity. Personhood is so much more even than progress towards goals. 
And I know at times, because I've been through these seasons in my life, that perhaps your biggest achievement might have been getting out of bed this morning. Perhaps your biggest achievement might have been being able to say something loving to your family or to your children or to your husband or your friend because you're really going through it. I know those seasons of life and I just wanted to take the opportunity to say, I see you and I recognise you. And the picture I got in my mind when I had that thought was of just of a friend just touching your face and saying, it's going to be okay and you too are welcome here. You are so welcome. Ultimately, your personhood, who you are, your heart, the matters of your heart and the things that grieve you or the things that might be going through you, going on for you, sorry, that you matter and that you are seen. And whether you feel like you are achieving more or whether you feel like you are achieving less, you are valuable just because you are and you really are enough just as you are. So I wanted to stop and say that in the middle of this journey that we're going on because ultimately the tools that I'm giving you and the things that I want to share with you are not always going to work because life happens and we want to have appropriate boundaries and appropriate practices for the season of life that we're going through. And so if you receive nothing more from this, then you just felt like you sat with a friend who could encourage you, who could give you kind words that are like honey, that are sweet to the soul and health to the body, then that's fine by me. And I want you to know that you are welcome here. And if I knew you personally or knew what you were going through, I would wrap my arms around you and say, it's okay, you are okay. And you are doing so well and you are loved in and you are believed in. And so I felt like that was really important because I know that the end of January, all the research shows it. And whether I'd read research or not, I know just by what's been going on in my own community, that sometimes by the end of January, when the momentum of the new year has dipped, and if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, we're going into cold, dark, what can be cold, dark February, um, that's when the voices in your head can start. That's when those voices and those lies can start telling you you're not good enough and you're never gonna make it and you're a failure. And I'm here to tell you, you are good enough, you are gonna make it and you are not a failure. You are loved and you are precious and you are valuable and you are welcome in this space. And I see you and I celebrate you. And I celebrate when you are gonna do that for someone else because you are then um, flowing and feeling like the boundaries of your life have fallen in pleasant places. So just a big love from me. Um, it's been so wonderful having you here. As usual, I promise to share something that I'm reading and something that I'm listening to and a product that I'm loving. Um, I haven't got something that I've been listening to because I haven't actually been listening to too much music recently, apart from the instrumental stuff that I talked about on the last podcast. That's just because for me, there were some weeks in January where my head got quite noisy and I didn't want to fill it with more noise. So I don't have um, anything more inspirational to give you than that. Um, but I will link some really wonderful instrumental playlists that have been good for me as I've just been um, 
planning and journaling and reflecting and getting on with some of the stuff I had to do in the last month. But in terms of what I'm reading, I have it here. So I am carrying on with Jackie Hill Perry's Upon Waking. It is such a fantastic devotional. I have been challenged. I have cried reading it. Um, it has been food for my soul and food for my spirit. It's also beautiful. And um, so if you go back to the show notes for episode two, they will be there and I'll also relink it this time. But I'm also going to be reading this month, All Things Lovely by Jen Johnson and the strap line for the book is inspiring health and wholeness in your home, heart and community. So if you know me, you know this is right up my alley. I was actually given this book maybe a couple of years ago now and I read it and paged through it and it was really beautiful um, but I felt like I wanted to go back to that because I find it really encouraging. It's full of beautiful pictures, lovely principles that actually really um, tie up with a lot of the things that I value and that I treasure and so it felt like a good guide going into February because as I said my um, anchor word for the year is rebirth but where I felt like when I was trying to think of what word could sum up February I felt the word focus was really important so I wanted something that was going to um, nourish me and inspire creativity and keep me focused with some of the things that I am looking forward to this year that I'm moving into this year um, so that's what I am reading but friends that is the end of our time together um I'll be back um next month with episode four can you believe it that means I would have been doing it for a quarter that is a win for me so yes and I'm so glad that you are here I hope that you'll join me next time as always, um, what would be amazing for me is if you could like, share, subscribe, do all the things because that just helps um, this podcast to grow. It helps it get out to people who need it. And maybe you can drop in the comments something that you've learned, something that you're taking away, or maybe some some way that I can serve you in the next podcast. Maybe there's a topic you'd like me to cover or a question you would like me to answer. I am super excited to keep being on this journey with you. So yeah, episode three in the bag. That's a win for me because it was a little bit hard to come back this time. Um, so I'm so glad that you are here and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.